News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now it's eight minutes past seven. Local health officials from the Hamas run health ministry in Gaza say dozens have been killed in airstrikes by Israel overnight and earlier this morning. And Carol Balf, CEO of Action Aid Ireland, joins us now. Carol, we've been hearing all weekend about, I suppose, the danger of Israeli incursions into Rafah, considering, roughly speaking, half the population of Gaza appear to be um, sheltering, if you want to call it that, there at the moment. What do we know? So it's a very distressing situation in Rafa. Rafa is essentially one of the world's largest refugee camps. People have followed the evacuation orders by the Israeli government. And as you say, you know, there's over 1.4 million people crammed into really hellish conditions in Rafa. So that this population of the town is now five times what it was before the war began. And really people are just experiencing extreme terror. So as you said, there's been bombings over the weekend. And now the threat of a ground offensive that will just have really simply disastrous consequences for people there. So people are starving, people are terrified, and they're really living in very, very hellish conditions. Yeah. What do we know, Carol, about those conditions specifically? Is aid getting in in any sizable amount to those 1.4 million people? So certainly not enough aid is getting in, and the attack on Rafa will put aid, more any aid getting in really at risk because that is one of the main entry points for aid as people will know coming in from Egypt. So any kind of ground offensive or attacks there really limits the amount of aid that will get in. But people are living in extreme and unsanitary overcrowding. So we have heard of every available space within you know, any piece of land that hasn't been bombed or destroyed. There is a tent there and typically there's about 12 people living in a very small tent. Often that tent will be flooded with water. People are queuing for hours to access a toilet, hours to access food. So there's one toilet per 100 people roughly. Um, Really unsanitary conditions. There's a lack of availability of water. There is no safe water. And water is flowing into Rafa every three days just for 30 minutes and then it's turned off. So people are surviving on about 1.5 to 2 litres of really unsafe water for every every need that they have, drinking, cooking, it's not possible to wash. And we're seeing that diseases are really rampant because obviously people are living in such crowded yeah. spaces. I presume very little medical care is available to people. That, that, you know, if you're living with, with poor water and poor sanitation, people are going to get quite sick quite quickly. But I imagine the ability to deliver any kind of health care now is almost non-existent. I mean, the the health system has almost but collapsed. There's a handful of hospitals that are really kind of hanging in there, but in really unimaginable conditions. So what we're seeing is, you know, for the most horrific amputations, particularly amongst children, uh, there often is no way to deal with that in a safe and clean way. Uh, Doctors are really, you know, and nurses, medical staff, they're really doing absolutely heroic things to try to respond to the communities. But there's such rampant disease. And one of the groups that are really particularly affected our children. So there's 335,000 children under five in Gaza and parents are telling us about you know, children's hair is falling out, children are really distressed, diarrhea, vomiting, stomach bugs are absolutely rampant and 
people can't feed their children yeah. and it really affects breastfeeding women. So food is very, very scarce. And as people will be aware, you know, Gaza is at high risk of famine. People are surviving on the absolute minimum. Sometimes if they can get food, it's lentils three times a day. Okay. We're even hearing about people resorting to eating grass. They're so desperate. It, it, it sounds like hell on earth, in fairness. Um, uh, equally, Egypt has fortified the, the the boundary, the border between Rafah, which is on, on the inside of Gaza and itself, because they fear an influx of refugees. There, There is nowhere currently for these refugees to go. Israel is saying to return to the north, but I imagine the north is just a bombed out wasteland as well. There is nowhere safe for these people to go and people have been pushed to the south, you know, and as you said, the border with Egypt is closed and they have been clear since the beginning of October that that border will remain closed. But we should be really clear about responsibility here because, you know, it is an absolute flagrant violation of international law for the Israeli government and Israeli defence forces to push people to this area and to put people in this situation. So there is absolutely no defence for what is happening in Rafa now. An exhausted, starved and terrorised population are being bombed and now threatened with a ground offensive. And to be really clear, this forcible displacement of people is a war crime and is illegal under international law. And we see this just after the very clear ruling from the International Court of Justice. And thankfully, we have seen world leaders condemn the yes. proposed ground offensive. But we really need to see swift yeah. e- action to... E- Even the the US at this stage is unsupportive of it. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. That is Carol Balf, their CEO of Action Aid Ireland. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.